there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello. This week we're watching a sci-fi fra- favorite from my youth, emphasis on my youth. All I haven't right. seen this movie in a long time. Sci-fi? Yeah, it's technically sci-fi. Okay. I, even though there's no aliens or robots or no. anything. Uh the movie in question is 1995's Congo. This movie was directed by Frank Marshall, and it stars. This is I. I call this movie the cast of Hey, it's that guy. Yes, because everyone in this movie <laughs> to the normal like Joe is like, Hey, I've seen her in a. I I saw her in the Truman Show. Right. I saw him in the Home Alone two movie. He was the yeah. concierge. He was in Ghostbusters. Like this is this yeah. whole cast is just he was in that. He was movie. in Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. Uh, this movie stars dylan walsh laura linney ernie hudson tim curry grant heslov amongst other character actors there's like four more character actors i haven't even listed yet yeah let me get you a brief synopsis adam when an expedition to the african congo ends in disaster a new team is assembled to find out what went wrong adam have you ever seen this movie before i i don't think so okay. there, there are certain scenes that kind of seem vaguely familiar maybe they're in the previews maybe i don't know but <laughs> i i didn't have any idea what was happening in the movie or coming up in the movie? Mm-hmm. So I guess I couldn't have seen it. But some things were like that seems familiar. Maybe uh-huh. I don't, maybe it's drawing from other movies somehow. I don't know. Okay, I don't, I'm gonna say no. Okay, <laughs> this came out in '95. Yes, '95. I was 11. We were 11 years old when this movie came out. All right. Uh, this hit HBO either that same year or '96. So this okay. was on HBO a lot during my youth. If, if I saw it, it was much later in life. Okay. Because I didn't get cable until high school. Okay. Uh, and even then, it was, I was all on MTV because I just discovered it. <laughs> like, oh, music videos? What? <laughs> was that when the bubble was starting to burst? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. When I, when I uh, discovered TRL and I would run home to ca- catch the last four on you, Countdown. You would cast your Backstreet Boys vote? <laughs> yes. Uh, Backstreet more, and more, Blackstreet. Well, I was more of an NSYNC guy. <laughs> okay. Are you? So we would have been rivals. See, my Back girlfriend was a Backstreet Girl, so that kind of made me a Backstreet Boy oh. guy. <laughs> Even though I secretly liked them think better, but I had to back the Backstreet yeah. Boys. Yeah, I got you. It's yeah. like liking the Avengers and the Justice League, right? It's like it's you gotta like one or the other, right? Yeah. Did this movie remind you of Jurassic Park a little? Yes. Okay. There was a lot of Jurassic Park esque scenes. Okay. There was a Predator type scene at one point. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was there was a lot of. It felt like it was trying to be a Jurassic Park. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the that's what they were going for. This came out before Jurassic Park, right? Yes, because Jurassic Park was ninety three. Okay. Do you want to know why? It oh, looked... this came after then. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I misheard yeah, yeah. the wording. Do you want to know why this looked like Jurassic Park? Same, Any same director. Same writer. Same, oh, Jurassic Park was written by Michael Crichton. The book. Right. This book, Congo, was oh. also written by Michael Crichton. I did not realize mm-hmm. Jurassic Park was a book. Yeah. Wait. Yes, I did. I remember seeing the book all around high school. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Michael Crichton wrote, I think he wrote Congo first, and he wanted to make Congo for the longest time, and then nobody wanted to make it, okay. and then they said, we'd rather make your dinosaur movie, and then, I see. boom. This, this was practical effects also, right? Yes. These were not real apes. No, this is gorillas. someone in a in, yeah. a in an ape suit. It was, I was convinced at the beginning for a little bit. I'm like, that looks, that's pretty cool. They got the ape to do that. <laughs> and, then, and then a little bit, I'm like, all right, hold on. Uh-huh. This isn't right. <laughs> yeah. Accor- apparently, I haven't read Congo, but apparently okay. the book is like phenomenal. Really? And when they made the movie, they just were like, what's it about? Monkeys? Okay, we'll just take that idea and then we'll add our own little twist to it. Okay. So what you're seeing in the movie isn't really... Super bridge. It's an adaptation by name only. <laughs> okay. 
and by the most bare bones plot only. That that might that might answer some questions that I have about okay. the plot. I'm like, uh, what what why? Okay, all right. So, what do you want to talk about about this movie, Adam? We start off with uh, with Ash, uh, Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell, who when I was a kid I didn't realize it was him. Oh yeah, because I loved. Oh, I still love the Evil Dead series. Yeah, but as a kid I. Like was like in love with it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Okay, and I never put two and two together that that is Bruce Campbell. It's because Ash in Evil Dead One, Evil Dead Two, and Army of Darkness, yeah. he's essentially wearing the same outfit, except okay. in Army of Darkness, he's wearing like medieval clothing towards the when he actually goes back in time. Right, but for the most part, he's wearing like brownish, okay. like khaki looking pants and a button up blue. So had, had and he, he was had always a... covered in blood, and he has like his chin, and he has like those like stupid like B movie like eh, like like yeah. smirks, right? And he didn't have any of that in this. And he had his arm, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had two hands, <laughs> yeah, two, right? In this one, so I'm as my 11 year old self was like, wait a minute, yeah. Well, also because he's he's like barely in it, and yeah. it, and we're seeing him from like a TV feed, so it's kind of uh-huh. like it's not exactly the best quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see him for a second walking around, but yeah. He were, so he, pretty much he's in the jungle because he was sent there by – and even as a kid, I never picked this up. I, as a kid, I never realized that Laura Linney and him or ex-fiancés, I, I didn't oh, – yeah? I never realized – well, okay. I'm 11. All right. I also didn't realize that Joe Don Baker, who plays the head of that telecommunications company – Yeah. Where's the diamond? Yeah. That guy? His dad? Is his dad. Okay. I never realized that until I saw it later in life. Huh. So my again, eleven year old self is just okay. There's monkeys. Okay, I don't care about any of this. When are we getting to the monkeys? All right. Now, so, th- there's also a little bit of Batman in here. Uh, they, they, you, they need diamonds to power their uh, their lasers. Oh yeah, like Batman and Robin. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, I don't understand the concept of using diamonds as fuel. Uh-huh. I guess that's what's <laughs> happening in this movie as well. Maybe it's movie science. Yeah. Sure. Movie science. Yeah. So Ash as Adam calls him, is in the jungle with a team because they have to find a specific bluish diamond to power a a laser, which will help this telecommunication company somehow make money. This is essentially like Sprint sending people in the jungle to find diamonds to power lasers. Okay. (laughs) Which, no, I'm serious, because it's a telecommunication company. Yeah. And they have like satellites and... True, true. So I don't understand like, were they trying to build weapons? Were they trying to put the laser in the satellite? Because Jodan Baker keeps saying... That satellites my cash cow. In three years, it's going to be obsolete. I need a doom cash machine yeah. or a lady. Right. So, so they're jumping from communications to uh, military warfare. I'm guessing. I don't know. Maybe that laser could be used in communication somehow. I don't what, know. Fashion fiber optics. This is, it's a laser. Maybe. All right. So Jordan Baker it does he, travel pretty fast later on in the movie to get <laughs> to get from uh, a couple billion miles. I think. Yeah, it's essentially the, it's essentially the ion cannon from Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that shoots just straight up into into outer space. Okay, see, I was thinking more Moonraker from uh, Goldeneye. Goldeneye, the game. Yeah, the game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> well, there is a movie called Moonraker. Oh right, right, right yeah, yeah. I, I made the connection, but I, I don't think I ever saw Moonraker the movie. I don't. No. Most <laughs> of those Bond movies aren't very good. All right. Like the majority, I don't know why people love Bond. Like the Daniel Craig ones are really good. Yeah, but for the most part, that franchise they, they, the, sucks. the older ones that I have seen that like were before Pierce Brosnan. They're just they're, they're just they're so dated and uh-huh. just like slow. You would hate them because they're pre ninety, right? <laughs> that's also that's also true. But also, it's like really bad. It's like especially the Sean Connery ones, and he's the most beloved Bond of all. But if you watch it with like a twenty sixteen mind, you're like, this is really fucking cheesy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I first discovered 007 from the video Brosnan. game. It was, it was Pierce Brosnan was my first 007 because of the video game, right? Goldeneye. Uh, 
I don't. I feel like I may have seen seen one of them before. Okay, not Goldeneye. I, I think I saw like uh, Tomorrow Never Dies or something. Okay, one, one of the old, one of the more recent Pierce Brosnan ones, mm-hmm. and then Goldeneye happened somehow. I don't know. My timeline's all screwed up. I'm guessing the video game. Probably that's the video game first. That's, mo- that's how most people our age discovered Bond okay. was a video game. Anyway. Yeah. So Laura Linney, who <laughs> yeah, you, laser. you may know, uh, you've seen her and stuff. She was Truman's wife in yeah. Truman Show, amongst other things. I, I didn't know where I saw her from before, but as soon as you said that, I got a vivid image of her. Oh, right. In the beginning of the yeah. show? Okay. Yeah. She was also married to Sean Penn in Mystic River. Oh, okay. Ooh, that was a decent one. Yeah. I like that one. One best That's uh, Tim Robbins also, right? Tim Robbins, yeah. Sean Penn. Yeah, that was a good, good Laura uh, Linney. Good cast. Mm-hmm. So she and Bruce Campbell apparently ex fiancés, right? But it seems like she still likes him, or they still like each other. I don't know yeah, what that situation. Yeah, I, don't know, was. I don't know why they're ex fiancés. We could have had a line that's like, "Oh, it's too bad it didn't work out because of blah." Right. But thanks for you it's know. it's one of many plot points in the in the, in the movie <laughs> that, that you questioned that didn't need to be there or uh-huh. should have been explained more. Yeah. There's a lot of just like, oh, this is a thing. Why? And eh, moving on. Uh-huh. Next thing. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> is this an example of scroll text or just moving forward? This is just, just moving, but. No, this this is some scroll text would have been good at oh, least to give okay. some explanation because uh-huh. the whole moving forward there's like an explanation but it's like a super like small move along mm-hmm. don't worry about it too much this is no explanation at all it's like hey so we're ex husbands and wife yeah okay let's go over there hey this guy's got a he's got an ape with the sign language mm-hmm. wait what about the ex eh, we're already past that yeah <laughs> I don't have questions though uh-huh. <laughs> Bruce Campbell is on a live feed he's like skyping in which I didn't know this technology existed back in ninety five right this this is their cash cow. They, they yeah, have this should be satellite. their cash cow, right? Like, like Skype, right? Skype pre like thirteen years. Like, th- this should be what they're cashing yeah. in on. However, the technology is limited to the point where they don't know where the where they are. Yeah, because he's like, "Where's your coordinates?" Like, I feel like he should know that. Oh yeah, and he's like, "Oh, hold on, I'll get back to you." Yeah, or he, he like hangs up before he answers. Like, mm-hmm. so they don't know where he is. No, but, but she they have is... the technology to broadcast video from that exact location. That's true. I know, Adam. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's hitting a satellite. I should. I mean, you should be able to triangulate at least. Yeah. But she is able to track the the source. Yeah, but she's, she's assuming ha- that it's still on. She has to get close enough to the uh-huh. laser for to get like a radar ping, uh, alien yeah, style. Because Ernie Hudson's like video game, right? <laughs> she's like, no, it's a it's a thing. <laughs> Why the fuck would she be playing a video game, Ernie Hudson? Anyway, Ernie Hudson bothered me in this movie. Really? He bothered me a he, lot. He was my favorite character in this whole movie. Oh, yeah? I loved Ernie Hudson in this. I just he he has permanent trivia voice. Which is which is which is a voice I put on when I do my trivia hosting. Okay, it's it's it's, it's similar to my podcast voice a little bit, but it's it's, it's more it's like it's higher and it's it's deeper and it's Almost always British, right? It, no, it's just like energetic in in a weird way. Like I I can't really do it unless I'm reading something. Mm-hmm. But but it's like he's in that mode Here, the read, entire read time. Read the back of this freak freak. Oh, just say this: the title uh, of this uh, fragrance, carpet fresh with baking soda. There you go. Con bicaracion. Oh, that's in Spanish. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I was vacuuming earlier, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's got that voice the entire movie. Like, uh-huh. bad things are happening, high-stress situations, and you're still in the same exact voice frame. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, guys, we almost got killed by lava. Let's go over to that side. Uh-huh. Uh, do you have any inflection other than that? <laughs> We're being shot at by missiles. We should duck and get out of this plane quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. You don't... You need... Uh, I don't, it just bothered me. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not in that good of a mood. Even when he's angry, he's got that same exact voice. Like, uh-huh. give me some range, brother. Uh huh. Well, I didn't. I never noticed this, Adam. I swear. Until I watched it again for the podcast. All right. The name of this company is Travicom. Joe Don Baker's name is Travis. So this fucking piece of shit named his company after himself, <laughs> Travicom. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, exactly. I didn't pick that up either. 
So uh, <laughs> pretty much everyone in in the Ash team is killed. We yeah. don't know why. We find out later why. Yeah, there, there was a blur that came through the the, the whole encampment. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It, it got caught on video of like for like a split second uh-huh. as a, as like a blur almost. Mm-hmm. Right. So <laughs> Joe Don, I was about to call him Joe Bob Briggs. You don't know who that is. <laughs> no. but, uh, Joe Don Baker tells Laura Laney, all right, you need to get down there. And she goes, I'm going down there to find Charlie, not some diamond. He goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm just, like, you're, bu- you're believing that? Yeah. Th- he's mentioned diamonds like five times in your conversation. And right. She, she tells him, if I find out that I, you send me down here other than to find Charlie, yeah. I'm going to make you pay. And he's like, whatever, get me my goddamn diamonds. Right, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no. Like, so you want me to find Charlie too, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie. Yeah, fine. Charlie. Yeah. Um, yeah. If he's there too, why not? <laughs> it's like, it's like that, he's got this. He's not uh-huh. backing down at all. Uh-huh. He's like, for a second, like, oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah sure. Just to, just to shut her up. But like, obviously, he's just placating her. Right? Okay. Here's what you do. If you're a smart CEO. Yeah. You say, yes, go down there and find my son. Then when you, because you already know your fucking son's gone, right? Right. So then when she radios in or Skypes in, yeah. hey, we couldn't find Charlie. I think he's dead. Oh, man, that sucks. Hey, while you're down there, maybe yeah. you can maybe look for those diamonds he was looking for. Yeah, to make sure he didn't die for nothing. Yeah. So yeah. You gotta play like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. We're fifteen minutes in yeah. and we haven't even gotten to the talking ape yet. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so uh so Joe Don Baker says, just go on the next expedition that's going yeah. to, to But for some to reason they have to hide it in a weird way, so they have to attach themselves on to another expedition. Yeah, instead of just it? paying for it themselves. Yeah. Which again, maybe in the book, they explain why that has to happen. <laughs> uh, who knows if that even happens in the book? I don't know. It's just, it's, it's another thing. Just like, all right. Uh-huh. So, w- but why are we having? To, we're already in the next scene. Sorry. Yeah. So no time to explain. Okay. <laughs> like, wait. Because <laughs> uh-huh. the next scene, we're introduced to uh, Dylan Walsh, who was one of the surgeons from Nip Tuck. Did you ever watch Nip Tuck? No. Okay. He's one of the surgeons from Nip Tuck. He's playing Doctor Peter Elliot, a primatologist from Berkeley, and he, his assistant, when mm. is his name is Grant Heslov. Do you recognize this guy? Grant Heslov. He was the he was like the pussy guy. Like I can't wait to go oh, yeah, back yeah. home. Yes, he was an uh, eraser, and he was also in True, or, or, or True Lies. Lies. It was True Lies. Is yeah, he's the cameraman yeah. with the gun. Yeah, in there. that guy has a big career right now, Adam. Is that right? What's he doing? He has an Oscar. What? He produced and wrote Argo. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So he is okay. He, I, I can see him more as a writer than than an actor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has like the bug eye look and yeah, yeah. So they have a gorilla <laughs> named Amy. Yeah. And they taught Amy how to do sign language, right? Okay? Which is, it can happen in real life. That's a real thing. Yeah, sure. A mo- uh, monkeys and apes have been taught yeah for sign language. So we're at a some like lecture hall in Berkeley, and they play some video of a guy who's mute, and they hook him up to a machine, and he's doing sign language, and then the robot comes out like Stephen Hawking, like this is the first time I am hearing my own voice, right? So he goes based on his hand gestures, it translate those for him. Uh-huh. Based on this crazy, crazy giant glove, yes, which should limit range, which of is motion. like a Nintendo Power Glove, right? <laughs> okay, here's my question to you, Adam. Yeah, I'm not a linguist, right? Just like how you're not a botanist, botanist right? Now I'm not a linguist, but as far as I know, you need two hands to communicate in sign language, right? Absolutely. But she's only wearing one Power Glove. Yes. So the machine is reading off Amy, good gorilla, Amy, pretty. Yeah. Shouldn't she have both? hands yeah. in a glove otherwise you you're only getting half of the message so with one glove shouldn't it be amy amy yeah <laughs> like yeah, shouldn't it not pick it. up anything else right then that, that my biggest problem with the movie was this damn glove okay. and, and the way that it, how it works and why it shouldn't work uh-huh. and it only works whenever it needs to work because mm-hmm. there's a lot of because 
I mean, your hands are moving at all times. Uh-huh. How, did, how is it to know, hey, this is what I need it to translate? Oh, she could just be like scratching her head. Right. And, it, and it's like, and it, and it's like uh, ice cream. Right. Man, exactly. coming. Yeah. <laughs> ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Uh, spiders. Because you're doing the, the wiggly motion with your fingers. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. How does it know when to turn on versus when to turn off? And how does it know what the other hand is doing? Because sign language is, a com- like you were saying, a combination of both hands. Yeah. Uh, you can do letters with one hand, but as far as words, there's certain things you have to do. With you, both of your you hands. Can't, you can't see my hands now yeah. listening to this other podcast. You can. Yeah. But, yeah, there's things that are, need to be happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you like, just, like uh, what is it? Bullshit. You, you make the this right. is bullshit. Yeah, right. And you do this. Yeah. One yeah. hand's the bull, and the other hand is the shit coming out of the, bu- the bull's ass. Yeah. So uh, are you just can't saying do bull that Like, this is bull. No, it would be is bull. Oh, is bull. Yeah, <laughs> right. So the or this bull. I, I understand the premise of it, mm-hmm. and if it had they have both gloves on, and if they they were much thinner, because like the one that the the, the guy was talking about, the the just hearing, hearing his own voice, mm-hmm. it was a giant. Like it was it had wires and cables. <laughs> like I can't imagine it, how you could. It was like Schwarzenegger's Terminator hand, right? Exactly from like T two. Yeah, like it was giant. So I, I I don't know how that could pick up the the range of motion or how it would allow you to just super encumbering. Amy's was smaller, mm-hmm. but but my problem with that is also as she's walking around, why isn't it just like the speaker going crazy the entire time? <laughs> that's true. And unless she has a way to turn it on and off somehow, uh, and that's another brilliant <laughs> thing in itself for the ape. Mm-hmm. But that, that was my biggest thing. Okay, because because later on in the movie, there's a scene where uh, she's. Uh, communicating and it's and it's it's happening and then it's like it says uh amy mother amy mother and then and then it stops but amy keeps like oh she keeps rubbing yeah yeah Yeah. and doing stuff and like so where's the speaker (laughs) what is he saying what is he saying now uh cockroach animal uh grass olives Uh uh-huh like what (laughs) but yeah just weird well it's it's a weird grab to have but I, i understand that well in the lecture hall everybody's amazed yeah so you have the guy who looks like newman and ferris bueller's mom yeah, or say next year they're like, "Oh my God, Vera, whatever her name is." Yeah, it's a talking monkey. This is amazing, groundbreaking. We're gonna be rich. Right. So the first time you're watching this, you're like, "Okay, he must come in to play later." Right. Nope, never see him again. No. But we are introduced to someone. Yes. We're introduced to your uh, older clone, yeah. Tim Curry, <laughs> especially in this movie. He's got the goatee going on. He's a Roman philanthropist, Herkimer Homolka. Yeah, and. That's Dude, another big problem I had. Why his why? accent is fucking ridiculous. It's so why though? <laughs> There's no reason for it. Why does he have to be Romanian to put on a crazy accent? Unless in the book that has like a big story thing. That why make him Romanian again? Who knows if this character is even in the book? Uh, <laughs> they they could have just made him a regular bad guy, mm-hmm. sinister. Let him be Tim Curry, a sinister man. But you give him this weird accent, and it's kind of like ah, oh, it's or he's like maybe racist. Towards Africans, <laughs> I don't know. and he has a horrible accent. He's a little like, "Oh God, oh God!" And he yeah. runs away from everything. Hukumuhumoka. This 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 could have been such a, an awesome character, uh-huh. especially with Tim Curry playing it. And I, I feel like they just they feel real short of of using the potential that is there mm-hmm. with Tim Curry. So stupid accent, and then always sees Tim Curry, and he opens his journal, and he has a ring. It looks like a Cracker Jack, yeah, like toy ring, yep. and has an eye on it. An, looks like, an open eye. Looks like something you might act, pick up from the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. It's like super, like painted, obviously painted gold type yeah. of thing, a, a balloon that you can see where the plastic broke off when it came out of a giant sheet. Uh huh. It was that kind of like sh- cheap looking thing. Yeah. But yeah, he sees a painting that I guess Amy had, had drawn, uh, recognizes it, and like, hey, the same as my ring. Maybe this monkey knows. Even though there are several is. eyes in this world. Yeah. That's, she must have seen where my lost yeah. city is. 
which we'll get to later. So Amy's having like nightmares and she's like, she realized, uh, the two uh, scientists realize, holy shit, look, look, what does this place look like? It looks like the jungle. Maybe yeah. she wants to go home. Yeah. So now he goes to, I'm guessing he's like the dean of the school or something. Sure. And he's like, I want to send Amy home. And he's like, what are you, a moron? You made a monkey talk. Yeah. You, you could be a millionaire. Right. Gonna, and he didn't say this, but the dean's pretty much like, bro, you're going to lose like $100 million yeah. by sending her back. You can get any grant you want from anybody on the planet. Uh-huh. Except for the grant that's going to get rid of the monkey. Uh-huh. So as they're saying this, Tim Curry just jumps yeah. in, I will pay. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, were you standing there the whole time? <laughs> I happened to overhear your entire conversation. Without you noticing me. In a non-creepy way. Yeah. And I want to give you money to get rid of the monkey. Yeah. What? <laughs> What's the motivation here? Mm-hmm. So they, they wind up going to uh, the airport. Yeah. And Laura Linney jumps in like, hey, you're Dr. Uh, Elliot, right? Yeah. Doctor? Doctor? Because yeah. she's also a doctor. Right. Or she's 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 an ex-CIA something. Dr. Who ne- Elliot, huh? Yeah, he's Dr. Peter Elliot. Well, he's a professor. Dude. Oh, okay. You got to be a doctor. Right. Well, that's another Jurassic Park reference. <laughs> was it? Uh, was this, Oh, wait. No, never mind. Oh, yeah. Dr. Grant and then Dr. Malcolm. Yeah. They're both doctors. Who's Elliot then? Damn it. Sam Neill. Never mind. Why yeah. I, think I thought his name was Sam Elliot for some reason. No. Ah. Sam Elliot is uh, the cowboy. Do you remember Big Lebowski? Yeah. He's at the bar drinking with the dude. Oh, with hey, the amazing dude. crazy mustache. beard. Yeah. That's uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah, the sarsaparilla. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's, All right. He's the cowboy. Got it. So they're at the airport. Laura Linney is like, hey, uh, have you been getting my faxes and emails? He's like, oh, yes, <laughs> you're the one. She's like, I'd really like to join your expedition tour. Yeah. Again, you have your company, in theory, is like yeah, they're super rich, rich, right? Yeah, they're super rich. So why are you jumping on this guy? Yeah, later like, on, she's throwing money around like nothing. <laughs> Yeah, but they can't. They have to. They have to hijack another expedition. Uh-huh. Should have been explained, but they have to go un- undercover for some reason. Yeah, I, I, mm. it's not like she's wearing her Travicom like work shirt, right? With her badge. Yeah, she can just say, "Yeah, there's a privately funded expedition of just me and my crew here. Right, we're just jumping in to your little area. No need. No right. need to look is, here. Is there no? Is there no reason to go to the Congo except for nefarious <laughs> purposes? Like, Congo, wait a second. Give me some credentials here. Like, Hold on a second. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Tim Curry's like broke or something. He has, he has no line of credit. He's, yeah, he's, get, he's got credit <laughs> problems. Yeah. So he can't pay for the fuel. So everything except for the fuel. Yeah. I can pay for everything except for the fuel. Wow. And then, uh, Dr. Peter's like, Oh, I'll pay for the fuel. How much is it? $56,000. And she goes, mm, You need me now. Yeah. So now I got your $56,000 right here. Yeah. So now she jumps on board, and she brings in, like, all her gear, yeah. which is, like, high-tech gear, which we'll see later on. Yeah, we will. They land in – the. Uh, where do they land? They don't land in the Congo. They just they land somewhere in Africa because they got to go from country to country. They got to go country hopping yeah. at this point. Well, but by the way, on the plane, uh, Amy asked for a dirty martini. Uh- <laughs> what the hell is that? It's a calmer down, he said. Yeah, but how does, how does she know that a dirty martini exists? In the first place. Because they've given it to her in the past, Adam. That's bad. <laughs> I know that's bad. No, this, this guy who claims to love Amy so much, yes. he's horrible. Here's why. One, he get, he's been apparently he's been boozing her up. Right. Longer than just this one play To night. the point that she knows that I'm stressed. I need to calm down. Give me a drink. Ernie Hudson later on lets her smoke a cigar or a cigarette. Yeah. And he's going to drop off a animal... That was taken out of her natural habitat, who's been domesticated for years. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to drop her back off. You know what happens to animals? That's they die bad. instantly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there, I mean, there, there was a, I, saw, I saw some videos of like uh, 
people domesticated foxes or uh-huh. bears or whatnot. But and they you, send them back in the woods. Uh, yeah, but then they're, they're dead. They die. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Yeah. Because they're used to being fed. They don't know how to hunt. Yeah. They don't know how to do all these things. They don't know that they're the predator. That's true. Oh, and Amy hates Laura Linney, by the way. Oh, yeah. I got to mention that. She's yeah. like, pretty ugly woman. Super, yeah, ugly woman. What'd you think of the Amy's voice box? It was so like like a teenage girl. It was like kind of creepy. Uh, I didn't Tickle think about it too me. Much. Tickle me. Tickle me. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had to make it feminine uh, to, to, I mean, because she was, her name's Amy. Uh-huh. Dude, yeah. that technology alone to go from Stephen Hawking, this is the first time I'm hearing my voice, right. to good gorilla, Amy, good gor- that alone should have got him a couple mil. Yeah. <laughs> to change Absolutely. the voice box to, like that? Yeah, to, to make the voice sound good. Yeah. Better. I mean, that, even that, that voice alone sounds better than some of the like GPS directions and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, the, the, the Amy voice, right? Yeah, the Amy voice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here's another thing. I know we're picking at everything, but c- come on. Like, there's it's, just so many holes so in this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why is he bringing the? I get why he's why the glove exists. It's for the audience to understand what she's saying. But if you really sit down and think about it, uh-huh. him uh-huh. and his partner know sign language already, right? Right. Tim Curry, they don't fucking. He needs doesn't need to communicate with her, right? Yeah. So why is he still bringing this glove and dropping her off in the? Don't you need that glove for your grant for the next monkey you're gonna fucking yeah. train or something? That's, that's a very good point. Yeah, but I, I, I get that they can understand what she's saying. Yeah. But if they can't. They, they, if they but they don't need language. a reason to hear English. Like Amy, tickle me. You know, but I mean, like if he's talking to Tim Curry, Amy's talking to Tim Curry. Like, hey, uh, get off my plane or whatever. Uh, <laughs> what's he? He has no response unless he knows sign language. Also, exactly, he can't communicate with her. So yeah, like, that's what right. I'm saying. Like he doesn't have to talk to her at all. There's, he's just the money guy. Uh, I'm the money. Don't you forget it. He's the <laughs> he's the French bad guy from SWAT. Yes. <laughs> Tim Curry. <laughs> so they land and. Who are they greeted by at the airport? Joe Pantaleone, a.k.a. Pants? Joey Pants from The Sopranos. I was so excited when I saw him. Yeah. Like, oh, what a treat. You're like, oh, man, I can't wait to, <laughs> yes. I can't wait to see what adventures he goes on. Yes. And he disappears. All the antics he'll get into. I'm and so excited. he disappears. Gone. Another character actor. Another guy. Hey, I've seen him in that one movie. By the way, check that out on IMDb. He's, he's uncredited. Really? On IMDb. It's, it's at oh. the very bottom. It says Joey Pants or Joey Pantaleone. Yeah. Uh, and then it says uncredited on it. So, so he didn't get... A, he was in it for a, a long enough to be credited, like three minutes. Yeah, yeah, a, pr- a pretty crucial role. Yeah, he wasn't an extra walking through the through the <laughs> airport. Yeah, he was a Jimmy Buffett flying the plane. Did right. you know that? Was it? You know who Jimmy Buffett is? Yeah, he flew the plane. It's a uh, Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he flew the plane. <laughs> All right. He's he's like in every like Spielberg movie that he produces. Is that right? Produces or directs? Huh. I don't think Spielberg produces, but like any kind of like flying movie, he's always portraying like a pilot of some kind. Interesting. Did you watch Jurassic World? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember when the dinosaurs are running through wild through Jurassic World and the guy has the two margaritas and he's like, ugh, yeah. that's Jimmy Buffett oh, <laughs> with margaritas in his hands. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they land and Joey Pants says- Wait, so he could have flown the helicopter then? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only one guy on the entire island can fly a helicopter. Oh, you're talking about Jurassic World? Yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah. Yeah. Could have got Buffett. I'm sure Chris Pratt could have, dude. Yeah, I'm sure. He could figure it out. Yeah figured out i mean if you trained raptors to listen to you yeah you could fucking learn how to fly cut chopper pretty easily i'm sure anyway back to congo yeah so joey pants says hey we got you a new uh travel guide here it is and it's ernie hudson yeah i'm gonna be your travel guide guys who we know from the ghostbusters right oz he was the warden in oz the tv show on hbo oh did you ever watch oz no there's someone else from oz in here oh he's the he's his like a partner the bald uh guy who like gets killed by all the apes at the end okay. and Ernie Hudson looks sad yeah he's meta BC on the show Oz all right 
I know. You, you don't Fantastic. know. So they're like, okay, so uh, we're taking over your little expedition here. Yeah. I'm going to be your new tour guide. And then Dylan Walsh is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I hired so-and-so. And and Ernie Hudson's like, exactly. Why are you going to be dead if you use him? You yeah. know what happens out in the jungle? <laughs> yeah. Revolutions. Right. Monkeys. It's a very dangerous place. Wait, hold on a second. You, sir, get out of the car. We're taking your car. Yeah. All right, guys. Everybody, hop Oh, in. he tells them, run along. Yeah, run along. Go on, run along. Come on. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is the, 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 the emphasis is, just, is, is killing me. Okay. <laughs> God. So they get in the back of this like truck and they're driving and then the military stops them. Pretty much there's like been a failed uh, coup in this nation. Right. The president. I love the line. Just the way he delivers the line. Ernie Hudson. Joey Pants tells him, uh, yeah, the president was almost killed. And he goes, but that's a problem. He didn't die. <laughs> he almost had like a Troy McClure right? yes. voice. Right. Uh, hey, see, I'm Ernie Hudson. Again, you, you might remember me from such roles as Ghostbusters, <laughs> <Right>? Ghostbusters 2, <laughs> Oz, and The Substitute. <laughs> so they get stopped and, you know, they're, they're meeting some military guy. He's a general or captain played by Delroy Lindo. Yeah, who was from the fast uh, Gone in sixty Gone seconds? In 60 seconds. Yeah. He's the cop chasing Nick Cage. Yeah, and this is I fucking love this scene. Suck. He so uh so, so the two scientists are getting like fucking interrogated in a like a room, and Amy's being held in like a cell. I'm guessing. Yeah. So Tim Curry, Ernie Hudson, and Laura Linney are having the sit down meeting with the captain. Yeah. So he says, "Uh, please have some uh, coffee and cake." Yeah. And nobody says anything. And he goes, have some. Yeah. <laughs> so they start like going at it. So they're, they're, they have to bribe this guy just to get out of the country to go to the next country where they have to actually be at. Right. So <laughs> another scene that seems like, wh- what? The, the, only, the only point of the scene, I think, was to let us know that uh, Laura Linney has well, a shitload of money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is rich and also ex CIA. Uh-huh. And also, by the way, uh, Tim I, Curry's I, kind I, of a yeah, dick. Yeah. Delroy Lindo, <laughs> he goes, uh, I know you're ex CIA. And she goes, she goes, I'm not XCIA. I work for this company. And he goes, liar, liar, your pants are on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm sure they expected that to get a huge laugh. They're like, probably like, yeah, this is going to be great. This uh, is going to be great, guys. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Ouch. So <laughs> they, she has like a stack of cash. Who knows? That's probably like 10 Gs. Yeah. And the, he goes, more. And then they keep giving him more. They keep giving him more. Right. And then he puts it in like a brown paper bag and he staples it shut. I'm like the fuck's going on so weird so then the next line by the way if, if you're bri- if you're trying to get a bribe take all the money they have on them yeah w- what other option is it give me your money no nah, that's all you're gonna get all right on your way yeah <laughs> no <laughs> you're stuck here then give me all your money yep you think in a cop in mexico who stops you is like how much money do you have on you i only have 300 but i'll give you 100 you think it'll be like okay cool thanks yeah sounds there, good there you go let me stable this up. No. It's like, <laughs> give me the 300 Give me your Costco card. Right. Even though there's no Costco's down here. Is that an Amazon gift card I see? Hand it over yep, to you. Hand it over. <laughs> and now the next line, Adam. That, the line that makes this movie for me. Oh. Delroy Lindo looks at Tim Curry and he goes, Mr. Homoka, stop eating my sesame cake. Yeah. While there's food in Tim Curry's mouth. And yeah. he goes, stop eating my sesame cake. And Tim Curry's just like, rah. And he, and he takes it out of his mouth with his hand. And he goes, what are you doing in my country, you piece of shit? Yeah. So I guess they have a history or uh, Again, something. should have been explained. We should have got uh, some more With a line like, like, what are you doing in my country after that time you... Right. Blah. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not just, hey, don't trust this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> on, your, on your way. All right? You should do that next time, Adam, when you ho- ha- like host people. 
Yeah. Like, uh, here's some uh, water and <laughs> cookies. Have some. Yeah. And then just let it be silent. Have some. <laughs> see what, see I what am, they say. I'm absolutely going to do that. <laughs> yes. So I got some salsa and chips, guys. Uh, help yourself. And then you can go, help yourself. <laughs> then you can go, Rex, stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> and I'll be like, what? <laughs> stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> So they're able to go. <laughs> yeah. So they're able to go. And then Joey Pants shows up with like Laura Linney's like gear. And yeah. then he brought a crew. Like I'm guessing it's Ernie Hudson's crew. Right. And they're loading the plane up. And now they're going from whatever the, wherever the fuck they are to where they're actually supposed to be, where Charlie is. Right. So they're flying up there. And <laughs> they drug Amy. Okay. okay. Martini, probably bo- been boozing for a while now. Right. <laughs> Th- this is the cigar scene, right? Yes. They're on the plane yeah. flying to where they're supposed to go. Jimmy Buffett's the pilot. And then Amy gets right in the face of Ernie Hudson. Yeah. Oh, no. This is in the car. Oh, okay. The cigar's in the car. Yeah. So he lets her smoke. So now she likes cig- smoking cigarettes, right? right? So now to calm the monkey down or the ape, whatever, they put like a pill in yeah. the banana and they, they, they call feed it, it monkey Prozac or something. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Do you, are you guys expecting to jump out of a fucking plane? Because clearly Apparently she they were. flew there. Yeah. So they, they don't need to drug her. She's already calm being in a plane. Right. Oh, yeah, huh. But they did, they did need a boozer to calm her down. Okay, maybe that's why. They need to calm her down fucking Oh, the fresh out of martinis yeah. on this plane? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is like an old school like Indiana Jones plane where like the fucking line goes from Sri Lanka to South Africa. It's like one of those yeah. propeller planes. Yeah, yeah. Like aviator or something. No, not aviator quite, but uh, it's kind of like... It reminds me of the Conair, the the Conair plane a little bit, but like much smaller. Yeah. Oh, it's like the Die Hard two plane, not the not the big jumbo jet, oh. but the one that oh yeah yeah that the the, the Presidente is in yeah, yeah. that the that, yeah yeah the one where uh, uh, Bruce <laughs> Bruce Willis gets launched out of and he's like ah! yeah uh huh uh, Mother Trucker uh-huh. is the edited version yeah or no Mellow Farmer is what it oh is. really yes. <laughs> One of my favorite edited oh, lines so dumb. of all time. Just oh, no. Mellow Farmers with Samuel L. Jackson said. In, in, in Pulp Fiction? In, in, no, in uh, Die Hard 3. Oh, when, okay. when that got edited. This one, I think, was, was Mr. Falcon. <laughs> that's, that's what he said. As he's, as he's lighting the, the yippee, gasoline. yippee ki Mr. Falcon. Yeah, yippee Mr. Falcon. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> so, so dumb. The stupidest language edit I've ever heard in a movie, Adam, yeah. was The Big Lebowski. Okay. Which played on TBS. So you're not getting any of the cussing. You're not getting any of this. Okay. Classic line. Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? <laughs> Want to know what that got turned into? What? You see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens, Larry? Do you see what happens when you leave a stranger in the Alps? This is what happens, Larry. <laughs> that makes no sense no. in the connotation of the scene. Uh, th- th- this is the one that I, I haven't seen the movie, uh-huh. but I know it exists. It's the uh, Snakes on a Plane, uh-huh. where Samuel Jackson, the, the famous line, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on, on this, this motherfucking, motherfucking plane. Yeah. The edited version is, I'm tired of this, these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's got to get onto the spoilers at some point. Just oh, yeah, definitely. Just because I, I want to see it. I've had this oh, movie. you've never seen no. it? I have, I have a weird curiosity of it. It's better... Than a sci-fi movie like okay. Sharknado, okay. but not by much. All right. Actually, before we jump into Congo, you know what my favorite line from Die Hard 2 is? What's that? It's when he's in the, the baggage. Not the baggage area. Remember he jumps in where the baggage comes through? Yeah. And he's in that back part of the airport where all the baggage goes through all the, yep. the, the not tunnels, through yeah. the conveyor belts. Right. That's when he, when he first finds out about the, the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. I like what, what uh, 
John McClane says, where he says, how could the same shit happen to the same guy twice? Yeah. <laughs> well, you got three more times, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're on the plane, and they're going to be... Uh, like the government, where they're violating the country they're flying into, their airspace. Yeah, it's it's no fly zone now because the president was attempted assassinated. Yeah, it was attempted assassination on the president. Yeah, so they're firing missiles at him, and they they keep missing. So they're like, oh, we got to jump out of the plane. Well, this happened sooner than I thought was going to happen. So let's get the uh, parachutes, guys. Yeah, so everybody's getting parachute (laughs) on. Everybody's getting a parachute (laughs) on, right? And. Not once did they explain to the two fucking nerdiest guys on the plane, hey, have you ever jumped out of a plane? Right. Here's how you use this. You pull the red cord. If the red cord fails, you pull the white cord. If those (laughs) fail, pray. Like, they wouldn't get any of that. They just assume that, "Ah, I guess we're jumping out. Yeah. I think my favorite part of the entire movie... Was it was Tim Curry getting off of this plane? Push me, please. Yeah, push. and the guy and Meta BC like pushes him, and he goes, "Hot dog, please!" <laughs> and he just kicks him out of the plane. And he's like, "Ooh!" And it, the way his body's flailing while he's trying to hold on to his briefcase yeah. is like classic. So good. That made the movie. I, I, I the whole movie was worth it just for that one scene. I think for me, yeah. So Dylan Walsh is like, "What's happening?" Like he sees them getting their parachutes on, and he's yeah. like, "What's happening?" And Laura Linney's like, "Figure it out!" Right. <laughs> Well, I'm not getting off. <laughs> Can you fly this plane? No. Well, the pilot's already no, no, gone. No. You got to say like him. Oh. Well, if you look, the <laughs> yeah. pilot has you clearly gone. You got to fly gone. this plane. Uh, no. no. Well, the pilot and co-pilot are already off the plane, so you better learn or get to jumping or, or some, <laughs> yeah. something like that. So he goes, I'll take AB. So he has this unconscious yeah. ape wrapped around him. Yeah. They jump out the plane, yeah. and they, they get all the gear out, too, because the gear is on right. uh, parachutes. So they land, and then the plane finally gets blown up. Yep. I, I don't think the military saw... Like it's a, it's dozens a broad, of parachutes. It's broad daylight. <laughs> it's, it's, broad, it's not nighttime where yeah. they can get away with that kind of shit. Well, we're going to assume that they're far enough because they're firing missiles from like those hand yeah, like, R- missile launchers. R- R- so we're, RPGs. We're, we're just going to assume they didn't see them, which is fine. Fine. The way this movie's going. Whatever. Anyway, Bernie Hudson lands and he goes, that Amy of yours has quite a bite on her. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Do you know how strong apes are? Right. I was. Like, she would rip your fucking face yes, off. Yes. <laughs> but was he damaged at all? I, I don't know. He, was, he okay. was just like she's. Thank she's you. got quite a bite on her. Yeah. Well, she came conscious halfway through the uh, the fall. Then let me tell you, she's got quite a bite. Like wow. What does that mean? <laughs> Do you know how strong apes are, Adam? Yeah. Exactly. He could have taken his arm clean off. I saw a study. Um, I think I learned this in anthropology. Right. In some. Somewhere. And they did a study on they want to see how strong the chest muscles of an ape are compared to a, a bodybuilder. So they got like someone who competed in like World's Strongest Man where they pull like oh, okay. the, the 18-wheeler with like yeah. his teeth. So they, they what they did was they got two metal plates and they had handles at both of them and they, they pressurized the center. Okay. So he has to grab the handles and use his chest muscles pull pull it apart, right? So they <laughs> gave it to like 10 different bodybuilders and they couldn't do it. They give it a one silverback ape, and he just went, yoink. <laughs> Banana, please. <laughs> I'll take a martini on the rocks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, uh, can I get a Jack and Coke, please? Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me Ernie Hudson got bit by this fucking monkey ape. Right. Falling, free falling through the sky, and he's still alive. And all still, his and still limbs cheerful intact. about it. Yeah. What a bite. Let me tell you. Well, I guess it's off to the adventure we go. Yeah. So Tim Curry is babbling about the lost city of Zinge. Yeah. I'm secret. Okay, I'll tell everyone my secret plan. Yeah. I only came because she drew a picture of an eye. And look at this ring I have of the eye. This is a horrible accent. Yeah. She saw the last city of Zinge and she will lead us there. That's where she came from. That's where she wants to go home. 
Yep. Everyone's like, okay, Mr. Homoka, sure. sure. No, there's, there's, I have a problem with that, which we'll get to later on. Okay. <laughs> but I uh, don't want to spoil anything yet. Mm-hmm. So they're, so they're just kind of wandering through the jungle. They come across this ghost tribe. Yep. And they're like, there's a white man with a weird symbol. Yeah, he's dead. And they draw the the tra- Travis yeah. Com. Travis, I'm just going to yeah. call it Travis Com. Yeah. Because that's his name. <laughs> they're gonna, they draw the Travis Com symbol. And she's like, Charlie? So they go. And it's, and it's who is it? It's John Hawks. You know who John Hawks is? Yeah. You've I, seen I've it. recognized him. This yes. is another character yeah. actor who you've seen in he was, stuff. He was that guy. Yep. John Hawks was in, I'll tell you, he was in, did you watch Eastbound and Down? No. With Danny McBride? Oh, he plays his brother in there. I'll give you his most memorable role. Oh, did you watch From Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. He's the guy who works at the gas station at the very beginning when the when the sheriff is telling him that story. Okay. Where he's like, we got those two renegades coming through town. And he's like, oh boy, I hope they don't come through here. <laughs> he was in Lincoln. He was in Contagion. He was in um, Winter's Bone. This guy's been in everything. That's Joel Weiss, you said? Mm-hmm. He was in Steel, that Shaq movie. Oh, no. He was in Rush Hour. <laughs> he was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. No, I still know what you did last summer. The oh, Perfect Storm, Blue Streak. This guy's been in everything. Anyway, John Hawks is a guy you've seen in, like, everything. Ooh, Time Cop. Meteor Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Eastbound and Down. Oh, what the? He was in 24. He was in a couple of X-Files. Anyway, right. you know John Hawks. Yeah, recognize him. So, <laughs> he's, like, half, he's, like, half alive, and... He sees Amy walk, and he's like, ah, 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 he just dies. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. So I know I'm jumping ahead. If these gray apes are so, like, badass, they can crush your head with one blow, why did they just leave John Hawks? Like, he didn't look like he was touched, really. He just looked like he had a couple scratches. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, ah, heart attack. Yeah, he, he died of fright. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Don't know why. So they're like, okay. So after this, they got to go by boat. And this is where I'm like, wait, are they on fucking Monster Island? Because they t- <laughs> they take they got to go from boat to one section to the other, and in the middle of the night they get attacked by hippos. Yeah, and they don't look like normal hippos; they look like fucking monster hippos. Like, yeah. well, I, I heard the hippo attacks are more like more common and more dangerous than like shark attacks. Even. Oh, really? That they're like really assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like they'll go after humans like no problem. Okay, they're just they're just like fierce, which is I don't know where I heard that, but. I've heard that several times, and oh, apparently so. Mm. Okay, so we're just speeding along here. Yeah, it's fine. So they just get they they wind up essentially. They're following the oh, this is the video game, right? And she's like, no, it's a tracking signal. I'm trying to find someone or yeah. something. So so th- at this point is is it's not working good enough. So they end up. Hey, Amy, where should we go? That way. All right. Oh, they come to the fork of the road. Yeah. Well, it looks like we came to a fork yeah. in the road. If we take the wrong path, we'll be behind three days. Right. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, this mo- this ape who can barely speak English is telling us to go this way. Let's go this way." Well, that's mainly because Tim Curry is like, "The city of Zinj must be this yeah. way." Listen to the ape, man. So they go and they find like this hidden city, which is where Bruce Campbell was and John Hawks right. before they died. So they're looking around, and uh, <laughs> they're looking around, looking around, looking around. Oh, by the way, they they, they discover the old camp first before they, before oh, yeah, they actually right. get to Zinj. They find they find the chocolate wrapper. Uh, Right, and the, but they trip off an alarm. There's there's like a, a yep. perimeter alarm. They're like, where's the rest of the camp? Right. Or something. Right. So whoever took everything from the camp managed to take everything without Ex- tripping <laughs> this. Oh, the the gorillas were smart enough yeah. to not trip the alarm. Yeah, don't trip that wire, but take everything else, guys. Uh-huh. Why not that wire? I don't know. I got a bad feeling about it. <laughs> it might sound an alarm. 
Uh-huh. No, just, that was that was the only thing intact. Was the thing to alert people to other people being there. Oh, we forgot to mention Laura Linney skypes into Joe Don Baker. Oh yeah, yeah. to say hey, I just want to give you a, a status update. We don't know where Charlie is yet, and you know, blah blah blah. And they see him, and then he sends says, "I hired my best primatologist." I'm like, "You're fuck, you're Sprint. What are you doing hiring primatologists?" <laughs> anyway, they sent them a picture of like a zoomed in photo of what looks like a, like a monkey head. Yeah. And they're did, calling it a gray ape or gray, or gray gorilla. gorilla or something. There's no thing as gray gorilla. Yeah. yeah, I've never heard of a gray gorilla, guys. Even though that's my job. And yeah, I'm supposed to know. Everything I live here in the Congo, and I've never heard of such a gorilla. Oh, you're not doing Ernie Hudson. Yeah, I was doing. I was thinking Dylan Walsh. Oh. Like, yeah, I study gorillas, and I've never heard of a gray gorilla. So nah. that's no such thing. Sorry. So Amy starts running by, and it knocks the camera down. And yeah. his reaction is, "God damn it!" Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. No, he says, "No, damn it!" He yeah. goes, "No, damn it!" Super. Because I, I guess. Do you think he thinks that he they were attacked? Yeah, he thinks that whatever killed his son that first time. Yeah. He's like, oh fuck. Here we go again. That's why another plane went in that right. got shot down. Right. Soon after this, he was like, so, so he sent in a team of his own. Yeah. So why the fuck didn't he do that, with Laura Linney? Exactly. Off the bat? So you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the rules? The first one's covert. If that one fails, then we'll go for it. Oh, I forgot to ask you, Adam. Would would this movie take place in your w- world based on the rules it establishes and all this the I mean, stuff we normally go through? I, I would, yeah. I mean, it's, it's there's a lot of dumb people, uh-huh. but there's a lot of dumb people in this world. So I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's not that far fetched that people are this stupid. Okay. So yeah, this, this this it doesn't doesn't venture off from reality so much that it's just like unbelievable. And it's just I'm angry at how dumb these people are mm-hmm. and how happy Ernie Hudson is. <laughs> <laughs> So they go to the Lost City's Inge, and then the the guy from True Lies is with these two bodyguards because he's too scared to go inside. Right, and um, they're inside wandering, and then <laughs> the guy again, the gray gorillas just let this guy from True Lies like, why don't they just bash his head in and rip his head off? Right, they, they just let him like, yeah. okay, go warn your friends. He runs in like, oh help me, right. tell he, your friends about us. Yeah, he runs <laughs> in the temple and he's like, help me. And then the gray gorillas throw a head, I think, of one of his bodyguards at them. Okay. So Ernie Hudson's <laughs> like, fire! And they take one gray gorilla down. And they're like, what the hell was that? Yeah. I thought you, doctor, I thought you said there was no such thing as killer gorillas. And he goes, well, doctor, uh, I might have been wrong. Yeah. This, I think, is where the movie failed the most, uh-huh. was showing us the gorilla so soon and letting it look the way it did. Really? So soon? Yeah. Little kid, me, I'm like, when the fuck are we getting to these killer gorillas? Like, I wanted more of it, well, as a kid. Well, but the, the, I guess so soon is because we haven't seen them at all yet. We saw a, a single blur, and the next time and they're around... And a zoomed-in photo. Yeah, and then the next time they're around, now we see the gorilla. Uh-huh. It, should, it should have been more alien style of suspense. What the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. More shadows. Ah, ah, where is it coming from? Ah. Maybe it's like that in the book. Yeah, well, I guess you never see it in the book. You have to imagine it yourself. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's like that in the book where like you still don't really yeah. see it. They're just playing like the little hiding game. Yeah, see, th- and that I think would have gone a long way to build the suspense they were trying to get. Uh-huh. Because by the time you see all the grills, I'm just like, I'm over it already. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, the shit, that's what it is. Oh, shit, there's a bunch of them. Instead of like, oh, that's that's what we're scared of? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, it's scary looking, but it's not like, what? <laughs> well, uh, they set up base camp outside and they set up i like this scene they set yes, up like this, this perimeter cool. yeah with these like automatic rifles that can detect anything up to 50 feet away yeah and lord so they're trying to set up a perimeter right or they're uh the gorillas are getting closer and closer and closer to the their base cam because they're trying to establish a perimeter is what 
Laura Linney or Ernie Hudson, one of them said. And the guns keep going off. Bang, 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 bang. So they're learning how close they can get, similar to the Raptors. Yes, the Raptors. So were you thinking like, oh, this is like Jurassic Park? Yes, okay. absolutely. But also, that, that was also, this is the Predator scene, where it's like, you're not sure where they're coming oh, from. Oh, so you put the thermal imaging on? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they put the thermal imaging on. Yeah. And then <laughs> there's a gorilla in the jumps right at him and then the gun just takes him down yeah so everybody's firing so Lorna, laurel and he's like hold on and she turns on like a laser grid i'm like why the fuck didn't you just turn that off from the get-go because <laughs> then another gorilla tries to go through and he's like oh gets shocked i'm like why didn't you turn that on initially oh did i i, I missed the part where the gorilla got shocked i thought i thought that those were the laser sensors like if, if you come, no, it when just, it ran through, it went. Oh, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, what the? All right, I, I missed that part. Yeah, that, yes, that should have been the first thing. Yeah, so they wake up the next day, and then Tim. By, by the way, there was a smart thing where one of the gorillas, I guess, knocked over a tree. Oh yeah, and so that, that to try of, to knock one of their guns. Yeah, down. and it did, and that should have killed a couple of people, I think. Yeah, but uh, or should have weakened that side of the perimeter. Yeah, and then everybody come in, uh-huh. rush, rush it. Hey, that worked, guys. <laughs> hey, other gorillas. Let's hey, knock down we're some in a more jungle trees. surrounded by trees. Yeah. Let's just knock all the trees down. Right. But whatever. What are we going to swing from then? <laughs> all right, Brett. Damn it. <laughs> we won't finish knocking on the trees. Everybody back to Zinge. So <laughs> they... they uh, oh, I forgot to mention. Um, in Tim Curry's babbling, he mentioned this might be King Solomon's minds. Right. Might be. That's uh, that's like not a for sure thing. He He's guessing that it is. Yeah. It's, it's been foretold or there's stories or mythology. Yeah. Or bah, bah, bah. So it's the next day. Tim Curry's missing, and Ernie Hudson's like, well, it's time to get the hell out of here. Right. Laura Linney, did you find what you came for? No? Well, about time we left. So now they got to find fucking Tim Curry. And they're going through deeper into this temple or into the city, and they find hieroglyphics. And they're deciphering it as these gorillas were trained by men right. to, to kill. They right. were bred to kill. To, to protect the, the gold the diamonds. Mine. Yeah. The, the diamonds. diamond mine. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it looked like they just turned on their masters and now they're just guarding the mines for themselves. Yeah. So based on what and how long has this been going on? I don't know. So they're breeding and teaching. They're teaching each other, their kids, how to protect the mine. Yeah. I'm guessing. All well, right. let's assume this is the, the King Solomon uh, era. Okay. And well, fuck. Then that comes into play. That, then that means every single story in the Bible is actually real. Oh, yeah. And if Earth is millions of years old, but then Christians believe Earth is only like 5,000 years old. Yeah. I'm not going to jump in. I'm not going to get into that mess. Anyway, thousands of years, we could say. They've been doing this. Okay. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't buy it. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Again, it could be King Solomon's minds. We're not sure yet. Right, and by the way, did they genetically engineer these gorillas? No, how, how I think they... they were just gray gorillas. But how did they become mutated? I don't think they were mutated. I just think over time, they just look like that. I don't know. I don't know. Another, another thing that we could have got some explanation from, maybe in the book somewhere. <laughs> well, they find uh, Homoka, and like there's the the volcano that it's at the base of a volcano. Yeah. So the volcano keeps like causing the ground to shake. Right. And it causes it to shake, and they kind of get caved in. But they find a hole that takes them deeper into the mine, and then right. they find the diamonds. And the diamonds are just laying on the floor. It's like apples that fell from a tree. Right, exactly. I'm yeah. like, really? The, this I, is where the diamonds are? I, th- I thought diamonds were like in rock and you had to like chisel them out. Well, I'm assuming that the miners back then did chisel them. Okay. And then when the monkey, the gorillas uh, keep turned on their masters, they would just throw them on the floor like, look at these shiny things. But they want to protect but them. But if anybody though. touches them, we're going right. to fucking yeah. kill them. I don't know what they are or what they do. They yeah. sure taste horrible. They really hurt coming out. But <laughs> but, but nobody's going to touch them? Oh, shit. I forgot to mention. <laughs> in the morning, not only does Tim Curry leave, Amy takes off. 
Right. And she finds a silverback gorilla. Or mm. earlier in the movie, she runs across silverback gorilla. So she's trying to communicate like, hi, I'm Amy. Yeah. I'm Amy. I'm a good gorilla. And yeah. silverback's like, so it was like fuck you yeah so they take off so in the morning amy shows up like hey hey she doesn't have her hand talky thing on she's just like she's yeah then the silver is like and they become friends instantly right but there's another scene that was uh, kind of funny where uh when they first see the silverback gorilla and uh ernie hudson's right behind the the doctor guy like don't move if you move or if you run they'll chase you like yeah i got it yeah i know i'm a primatologist yeah so he's like (laughs) staring at him and then it really goes away, turns around, or Hudson's hiding. <laughs> like, what, what'd you do? Well, I ran. Sorry about that. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, see, but no, t- no tonal change at all. Say that if you run, they'll kill you. What'd you do? Well, I ran. Maybe that's just his <laughs> voice. Maybe that's just the, the character he was aiming for, Adam. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so they're deep in the. They're, so they're well. They're not in a cave. There's an opening above them. So they're just somewhere. It's like it looks like it used to be a mine. Yeah, but then like there's rivers flowing through it. I don't know. It's uh, a weird setup. So Tim Curry's eyes light up when he sees the diamond. He picks up one diamond. And he's like, "We're rich. Yeah, you have one job. Get me out of here." Right. And he just has a hat full of diamonds. Yeah, no, po- he's not like you put them in the pockets. He's like, he has a fucking bag. I know. Just put him in there. He could have got so many more diamonds. <laughs> yeah, but he's just like just a handful. This is it. I'm good. Just get me out. So they keep hearing like there's like different like cave entrances on top of them. Yeah. So. Dylan this Wal- reminds me of a different movie. I don't know what movie I'm yeah, thinking about, yeah. but this this it looks this, familiar. This whole case is it possible that one movie with the uh the little wisp that takes over the girl's head mm. in the back of the like they were living in a, these, this cave system. You know what movie I'm talking about? Oh, the host. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's me in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like that. Yeah, it looks okay, like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a stupid movie. Yeah. <laughs> she got nominated this year for best actress. What for what? Uh, some stupid like romantic it's a good movie i've oh, heard but it's okay. a romantic like movie right. I'm sure drama i'm sure she's great yeah she's good she's just saying hello it's so annoying are you in there yeah you can't have my body yeah <laughs> check out the host episode <laughs> yeah anyway so the great grills come out and they fucking fuck up tim curry like they knock him to the ground yeah and they bash his head in yeah without prejudice yeah just going for it mm-hmm then they the, touch our diamonds. Right? It's like the Joe Don Baker version okay. of the of the gorilla, where he's like, "Give me my diamonds." Yeah. They're like, "Don't touch my diamonds." Yeah. And then, and then Peter, uh, that's the the main scientist guy. He falls over, and, and the gorillas are t- now they're taking their time. They're just like, "Well, no." Before that, oh, it becomes hell on earth. Everybody's firing on it on all the monkeys. The monkeys right, right, right. chasing after Metabisi, and they see like a shiny like entrance. So they think they're leaving, and they run into like a room that is just essentially one big diamond. And then they see Bruce Campbell's dead right. body. So Laura Linney's like, oh, no, Charlie. Yeah. We weren't engaged anymore, but I still cared about you. Right. <laughs> I came to the Congo for you. Yeah. So your dad sent me for you. <laughs> yeah. So so they're hiding behind like these rocks firing. And yeah. then this is when they grab Dylan Walsh. And now they're taking their time. Yeah. They're just like swarming, like uh, like taunting them all. And they're like, oh, we're going to get you. Oh, this is going to oh, be bad. Oh, this is going to be good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So this is going to be horrible for you. <laughs> I hope if yeah. you you better pray to whatever God yeah. you pray to because this is going to be bad, right? You're running right? out of time to be saved. Right? You're yeah, almost out of time. Yeah, this is yeah. how much time. Yeah. Is, well, that he's yeah. on the floor. We're not fucking around. Maybe, maybe that same douchebag that didn't want to knock over the trees. <laughs> uh, guys, maybe we should take our time with this one. Damn it, Brett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he seems nice. No, he's not nice. He came with the diamond for stealing people. Well, uh, if we leave him alive, he might be in a hit surgeon show one day. Right? Nip Tuck. <laughs> I actually like Nip Tuck. It's a good. You should check it out. Right. It's good the first two seasons, 
But then season three, when they move to Hollywood, it gets fucking ridiculous. Uh, is that like Weeds? You ever saw Weeds? I've seen a few episodes. Did you ever watch Weeds? Uh, yeah, the first couple seasons were great, and then it got real crazy. Like, yeah. I can't do this That's how anymore. Nip Tuck is. All right. Because Nip Tuck starts as like, we're cool Miami surgeons, and we're involved in the cartel. Don't ask me how, why. We're involved with the cartel, and each week it's like a new... Okay. It's like, remember X-Files? I told you there's yeah. Monster of the Week? Yeah. Today, Mulder and Scully are going to fight the Bat Monster. Next week, they're going to fight aliens. That's how it is on Nip Tuck. Each week, it's a new surgery. Surgery. Oh. It's like, what? so what don't you like about yourself? Well, I was born with three breasts. And she opens her shirt, and there's like three fucking tits. Oh, wow. Meanwhile, in the background, the main story, they got to fucking avoid the cartel issue that they're involved in. Oh, boy. It's a weird fucking show, dude. I liked it a lot. Okay. Well, we just like that. Like, it's just a suburban mom selling weed uh-huh. uh, little by little. And then like season three, now she's married to a, a guy that traffics cocaine from Mexico. <laughs> And she's involved in that whole life. I'm like, what happened, to, what happened to the weeds? Yeah. What happened to she... <laughs> she's Walter kept... White all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. It just got real crazy and real weird. Mm-hmm. But all right. So they're about to they're about to kill this guy. And yeah. they're taking their sweet time. And Amy jumps in. Yeah. She's like, get away. Yeah. Bad gorilla. Bad right. gorilla. Mommy. Mommy. So she so <laughs> so these apes are clearly bigger than her. Yeah. Why don't you... So and they're scared of her. Because she growls and yeah. she's like, get away. Mean gorilla. Mean gorilla. And she keeps like waving her hands, like "get yeah, away." This is the part. This is the part I was talking about. Yeah, mean gorilla, get away, get away. And then, and then she just starts raising her hands in there, going "rah rah." Uh-huh. Where's the voice that's saying "rah yeah. rah rah"? Uh-huh. Angry noises. Yeah. Where's the, the, and then, and then we got, then we got. Uh, I think it's Ernie. Like they don't know what to make of her. Mm-hmm. They're confused by Amy. Like that's the explanation why they're all right. <laughs> Something explained, Adam. <laughs> yeah. So she wraps her arms <laughs> around. Um, Peter, we should get out of here. Brett, shut up. Yeah, uh, that so, monkey's talking. <laughs> <laughs> so she wraps around around arms around Peter, and I guess this is a signal that she's the mother of Peter. Yeah. Well, she also keeps saying "mommy, mommy." I know, but like, I guess. Well, they don't speak English, but like, this is the signal. I'm guessing to them, like, oh fuck, that's her kid. We can't fuck with the kid. I, I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile. Bruce Campbell had the blue diamond in his hand. Yeah. In his dying hand. So Laura Linney gets it and she's like, buy me two minutes, Ernie Hudson. So they open fire. Right. But by, by the way, though, in, unless I misunderstood this scene, uh-huh. she takes the diamond and or it's like coal. It's like in black coal and she breaks it. And oh, then it's there's a diamond coal? underneath. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought she was breaking the diamond in pieces. Like, no, no, you no, can't no. do that with a diamond. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> so she has like this laser gun, which is fucking killer, dude. It's pretty awesome. She puts the diamond in. She's yeah. like, she's like, Ernie Hudson's like, what are you about to do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get us out of here. What about them? I'm gonna put them on the endangered species list. And she yeah. just turns them on, and this fucking laser just cuts everything in yes. half. It's like a lightsaber in gun form. Yeah, it's where just, anything it's, it touches, rips it in half. Yeah. So it gives Peter and Amy enough time to escape. Oh no, the volcano's erupting. Lava's flowing everywhere. We got to get the hell out of here. So mm-hmm. they're getting out of there, and then <laughs> there's like a river of fucking lava, and yeah. these gorillas are jumping into it did yeah. you notice that yeah. they're just like oh some of them were, some of them are getting pushed in but like after two or three minutes then they're just straight jumping into it yeah. <laughs> at the beginning it's like oh my god we're out oh! as they're all trying to escape they're pushing each other over some are falling accidentally but then like a minute later they're just like ah fuck it they're like oh <laughs> guess we failed <laughs> no. hey guys i think it's a swimming pool no it's not brett follow yeah. me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there's chaos 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 brett the gorilla we like. think <laughs> yeah <laughs> Peter Elliot, Doctor Elliot, uh, looks like he's gonna fall into like lava because the ground is raising. Right, but he climbs out anyway. So they 
get far enough away from all the chaos. Homegirl is uh, Skyping in to Joe Don Baker. And first thing he says is, did you find it? Did yeah. you find the diamond? She's like, well, I have bad news. Yeah. Charlie, he didn't make it. Did you get the diamond? Yeah. And Again. she's like, wow. Play, we're playing it real cool, dude. You didn't see this coming, <laughs> Laura Linney. Yeah. Well, first of all, she's dumb for not expecting that. Uh-huh. He's dumb for not at least pretending that, yeah, oh, no, like I said, oh, at least he didn't die in vain. Uh-huh. Give, me the, give me the goddamn diamond. <laughs> but no. Just total screw it. Mm-hmm. He's a mess. So she's like, do you remember what I told you? That if I found out you sent me here other than Charlie, I'd make you pay. Yeah. And she goes, I'm going to plug in the satellite coordinates in this in my laser gun thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, don't do it. And then the thing fires up straight into the air. And destroys the And satellite. destroys it. Within seconds. Within seconds. Right. So my question about this Okay. Now, <laughs> this laser, it travels super fast, super powerful, uh-huh. destroys, it explodes the satellite, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, should have just made a hole in it, not exploded it. Yeah. Based on the way this laser works. But, but by the same token, <laughs> and this, this is the same problem I have with like Star Wars. If you okay. drop your lightsaber, that thing's gone. It's going to go through the center of the earth. Yeah. Because it just cuts through everything. So w- when she's in the, in the volcano shooting lasers, that's going to go around the world and start just like blowing holes through everything. Yeah, what, in theory. What, what stops it? If it, it, it maybe that's what set off the volcano. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I can buy that. Yeah, you're right. But maybe because of the size of the diamond, it can't go that far. I don't know. But it went to outer space, though. Oh, I know. But because she's, <laughs> she's firing it from something else. Okay. But yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. So, but but that that scene reminded me of a uh, Demolition Man. The, there, was a, there was a scene in Demolition Man, like towards the beginning of the movie. Wesley okay. Snipes. That's a that's a coming soon. Oh yes, so that has please. to be. Wesley Snipes tells Stallone, "You know, I lose my head if it wasn't attached to me." <laughs> and so I was like, "I'll remember that." And then at the end of the movie, boom. It, yeah, I, th- I think he even says like, "Remember what you said about your head not being attached?" And then bam, knocks his head off. Uh-huh. And I'm like, eh, that was that was this whole thing. Remember when I told you oh, I'd yeah, make you that's pay? Right. Uh-huh. Like at the first thing in the beginning of the movie. Remember that callback I'm about to make? Yeah. Well, this is it. Boom, head cut off or mm-hmm. satellite explode. Ernie Hudson is setting up their parachute to escape out of there because <laughs> uh, the plane that got shot down yeah. of this new crew had that parachute in there. So then Amy runs off with the gorillas and and Dr. Peter Elliott's like, oh, she looks happy. You realize what this fucking silverback's going to do to Amy, right? He's gonna, oh, He's going to wow. fucking fuck the shit out of her. I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, again, not dom- she's domesticated, so not used to the ways of the wild. Yep. Oh, she's going to be a bottom for sure. Yep. Oh, no. That's so sad. So they get in their little parachute, <laughs> and he looks so sad, like, oh, I'm losing my daughter. Hopefully she doesn't have the, the arm thing still attached to her, so there's not... No, I don't think she did. <laughs> okay. That'd be good. Oh. Oh, the noises she'll be making? <laughs> yeah. Bad gorilla. Bad gorilla. Bad gorilla. Get off bad gorilla. Exit only. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, they get in their... They get in their... Um, Par- uh, why do I say parachute? Their balloon. Yeah. Their hot air balloon. It's a hot air balloon. And they're flying out of there. And she tells Dr. Elliot, here, throw this away. And he goes, okay. And he throws it. And Ernie Hudson's like, ouch. Yeah. And he said it just, just like yeah. in your voice. Right. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could keep that thing, lady. All the shit you went through. You just lost your 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 cash cow, which is a cash gorilla in this case. You're going to need some money. Uh-huh. So, yeah, pretend to throw it. Pocket it. Now you're, you're fine. Yeah. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Laura Linney is probably getting sued by yeah. Joe Don Baker. Right. For for huge destruction of property. Huge destruction of property. 40,000 employees have no job now. Right. Because she <laughs> wanted revenge for her ex-fiance. Right. Ex. 
fiance, mm -hmm. not even current fiance. You're right. So they're going and they're like, oh, the wind's picking up. I hope it blows us somewhere nice. And the movie ends. And I'm like, wait a minute. How the fuck are you getting out of there by balloon? I had the aren't same you, exact Aren't you going to get shot down? You're such an easy target in a balloon. A plane, you're fast at least. RPGs go for heat seeking. That, it's a hot <laughs> air balloon. Uh -huh. The balloon is up in the air because of hot air. RPG will take that down in a second. Yeah. But, but if like going through restricted airspace is a thing, they're dead, right? Yeah. Unless they land somewhere before their airspace but how it, unless there's a clause that says uh, restricted airspace unless there's a balloon it's a hot air balloon then let that go because it's bright colors <sighs> and that's congo closing thoughts adam that that was so from your first time th there's so many things that should have been explained okay they probably would have given this movie more context mm -hmm. I, I get the whole suspense thing they were trying to do it just it just didn't work like jurassic park did the suspense thing and practical effects. It's like it's like they took Jurassic Park, and it makes sense what you're saying about it. This is a book that was before they tried to make the movie before, but Jurassic Park came first. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, let's let's just follow that same kind of model, make a movie that way. But all these stuff is in the book. Ah, forget the book. Let's make our own story mm -hmm. and make it more Jurassic Parky. And it just it just it fell real flat. See, you didn't see this when you were young, or you don't no. remember seeing this when you were younger, right? When I was a kid, I really liked this movie. But now that I view it much older, I see all its flaws. And this is like a this is a dumb action movie. Yeah. But it's like it's really boring. Yeah. Like for a movie that's supposed to be about killer apes, we see them for like five minutes. And this yeah. is mm -hmm. it's more Lord of the Rings than anything else. Oh, we gotta fly to Africa, then we gotta take a car right. to the airport, and then we gotta get another plane, we gotta fly here, and then we're gonna jump out, and then we're gonna walk, and we're gonna walk some more, and then we're gonna go by boat, and then we're gonna walk some more. Right. And now we're gonna hop air balloon out. It's just, it's just. This is like more travel than anything. Yeah. If you condense it into the scenes that mattered, uh -huh. then it's it's like a ten minute long, maybe twenty minute long movie. Mm -hmm. But there's just a whole lot of filler, a whole lot of unnecessary plot devices and things happening that don't need to be there for the movie. But like, oh, we got to make this at least an hour and a half, right? Okay. So let's add this Romanian guy. Let's add this crazy uh, general. Uh, I, I don't know. Just like just throwing stuff in there. It's like, all right. But then what does that all mean? Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> well that was our opinion of the movie but like i said at the top of the show we have lots of them but we have zero credentials now we're gonna hear from people who actually have credentials the critics do you want to hear bad reviews or good reviews first uh let's do bad okay mick La let's do bad reviews oh ernie hudson <laughs> mick lasalle of the san francisco chronicle said as you stand there with your seven dollars jesus seven dollar tickets you remember those days <laughs> oh my god as you stand there with your seven dollars ask yourself do i really want to see a rubber gorilla smoke a cigar if necessary <laughs> Ask yourself twice. <laughs> Kenneth Turan of the LA Times says, The entire tone of the book has been transformed from tension to tongue-in-cheek with dismal results. So the book was better, apparently. Mm -hmm. Finally, James Berardinelli of Real Views says, This is easily the worst filmed version of anything penned by the prolific author, Michael Crichton. Okay. I believe that. He, he apparently does good books. Oh, yeah. Really good books. He... He's a ex. This, all, all his stuff is science based because he either worked in a scientific field or he got his degree in engineering or some type of science, and he just wanted to be a writer. Okay, so that's why a lot of his stories are very science. A, a lot of the technology in his stories, when they're written, is somewhat plausible. Like you can realistically get there at some point okay. down the way technology is going. Right, like like this this whole like Jurassic Park. Yeah, like you could in theory mix. Yeah, dinosaur DNA the, the way with frog DNA was perfect. Yes, and even even in this dumb one, the the, the whole glove that reads sign language. Uh -huh. Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. it, it. Not the way that you explained it, but I, I can see it being a thing if you had two gloves on. Uh huh. Uh, 
good reviews. I only found one good review for this just because <laughs> it's an, just because it's an older movie, and I guess it's hard to find older reviews for Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, it's from Roger Ebert of oh. the Chicago Sun Times. The result is not a movie that's very good, exactly, but it's entertaining and funny. Like, I, 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 if it was meant to be a comedy, then they should have done more comedy. But since it wasn't meant to be a comedy, the comedy was there, just kind of like, all right, nice, that's right. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where I make Adam guess the score of the movie based on his Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59% is rotten, 60% to 84% is fresh, and 85% up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, let's do the critics. Okay. I think they're going to get a Michael Crichton bump. Okay. Uh, so it's not going to go as low as it probably should go just because he's pretty cool. Uh, but then again, they, I'm sure they abused the hell out of his book. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 30%. 24%. Okay. So you're not that off. All right. Not that far off. Cool, cool, cool. Now the audience. Ugh. See, this is tough because at the time, I'm sure this was like really good. Like, you as a kid, like, oh, it's amazing. Versus now. And now, like, now that I'm grown up, oh, yeah, I can go Rotten Tomatoes, lead by review. Right. Yeah, but at the same time, like, adults back in those days, they weren't all, all demystified like they mm-hmm. are now. So maybe adults back then were also like, oh, this is cool. Okay. And then the whole nostalgia thing. <laughs> uh, I'll say 42%. 29%. All right. So it's cool. about the same as the critics. Good, good. I'm glad. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. I'm surprised of all the character <laughs> actors, like a young right? Giamatti. Uh, he's been in a lot of our movies, and since... Me and Adam equally love him. We decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? You, you can't, can't take Curry out. You can't out. take Curry out. No. I'm going to guess... Okay. It'd probably have to be the Pantaleon character. Okay. Just because he's in and out. Or maybe he's the the the, the fake Newman. <gasps> Look, Vera! <laughs> it's a talking monkey! See, I, I got him as the uh, the scared guy. The the one they went on to direct Argo, or write Argo. Oh, the, the, yeah. the assistant. Yeah, the assistant. Oh, yeah, he'd yeah. be a good assistant yeah, guy. perfect. Right in there. Okay. He's he's in it enough that you you get a good fix of him, uh-huh. and his character is kind of like weird and uh, quirky. So that's that'd be a good pull for. You're like, oh god, <laughs> are we sure you want to go in that temple? Oh jeez, no, I'm gonna stay over here, guys. No. Oh, I should have gone with you. Oh jeez. <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is just part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Director Frank Marshall originally intended to use the computer work pioneered on Jurassic Park for the gorillas but opted to use models as the computer technology wasn't capable of reproducing hair yet. So the technology can make scales because scales don't move. But right. because hair moves, the computer technology couldn't make it look realistic. Oh, okay. So that's why they had to use like a person in a gorilla suit. Right. Okay. So that probably sucks. It's like, hey, you saw Jurassic Park, right? We're going to use that same team? Oh, fuck. We can't make hair. Oh, Ooh, what the fuck? Yeah. It's kind of a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. They are gorillas. <laughs> Unless they engineer a hairless gorilla. <laughs> Hyperallergenic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dylan Walsh plays Dr. Peter Elliott, a primatologist who's returning a gorilla to the wild. The real, the real Peter Elliott, blah, the real Peter Elliott is a gorilla choreographer and ape performer in many movies, including this one. So he didn't huh. play Amy. I, I, it was a, a little person who was a female who played Amy. So okay. he might have been the silverback. Okay. Or one of the killer gorillas. Right. You're going to like these next two. These next two are related. Oh. The quote-unquote diamonds used for the scenes during the climax of the movie were actually Herkimer diamonds borrowed from the Herkimer diamond mines of Middleville, New York. 
They are doubly terminated, meaning two-ended quartz crystals that are found in only two places in the world. They were the only gems that would look enough like diamonds and be that large. So they're not real diamonds. They're just like gems that are shaped okay. and colored to look like diamonds. Well, I assume they weren't real diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> of course, right? <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> the quote-unquote diamond that was thrown out of the balloon at the end of the movie was lost and could not be returned to the Herkimer Diamond Mine Company. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually in the air? That wasn't like a green screen? Uh, no, no. Um, it was lost. So some fucking PA might have just lost it, or because oh. that, that was green screen. But I'm sure, like, okay, I like see. they just lost. They're like, where the fuck's okay. the where the fuck's the gem? Okay, so it's not like they were actually in the no, air and just threw it and like, oh shit, how are we gonna find it? Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, what the fuck? That's what I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year. So when we get to fail financially, how well this film held up to its peers? The budget for this movie, Adam. $50 million mm. in 1995. Wow. How much do you think it grossed over its worldwide lot of lifetime? Uh, <laughs> 50? That's a lot of sesame cake. <laughs> Bag stapling. Um, 75. Okay. In the U.S., this grossed 81 million. Oh, my. Overseas, it grossed 71 million, bringing its worldwide gross wow. to $152 million. So, but they, that's that's success then, right? Yep. Why so bad? All the ratings. Well, just because a movie makes money doesn't I, mean I, it could be yeah, bad. Look at all the Transformer movies. <laughs> but then, why isn't there a Congo too? Oh, because there's no book. All right. Well, there. The, Michael Crichton only wrote uh, Lost World, but they okay. still made a Jurassic Park three, a Jurassic World. Yeah. So you don't have to necessarily have a book. Huh. Well, like, what story could you tell? We're gonna go back and find Amy. Yeah. I don't know. Amy, like, now we got a whole village of hand-signing uh, gorillas. I don't know, dude. Well, the mine. Go back to the diamonds. Now we have it's Giamatti c- coming here. <laughs> Instead of Tim Curry, he's looking for the diamonds. Now. Oh, before before I finish <laughs> this segment, I want to know how I thought this movie was going to go at him when I first saw it. Huh. I first thought that Tim Curry was like a con man and he had no money and he was actually like a British guy and this whole Romanian accent was just like a gag. I did to too. trick them. Yes. So I, I was ready to, for him to hear his real voice like, oh, God. Yes. Oh, God. At I got to drop the persona. At one point, I thought that happened because he said something that was like less accented than the rest. Like oh. at that moment where I thought we're like, oh, you found me out. He's like, oh, man. Or something like that. I was like, oh, <laughs> accent's gone. Cool. And then it went right back. And I'm like, oh, that was a perfect opportunity mm-hmm. to get a real Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. Uh, this film debuted in first place, Adam. On the weekend of June 9th, 1995, with $24.6 million. Wow. Number four that week was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Now, hold on. This didn't beat Die Hard. It was like Die Hard's like fifth week or something in the box okay, office. I would, that would have like the last week it was in the theater. Some, something like that. <laughs> According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 12th highest grossing film in the category Creature Feature. All right. Number one is Jurassic World. Okay. Finally, this was the 16th highest grossing film of 1995. Number one was Toy Story. Right, of course. Uh, number 10, if it makes you feel better, was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Damn, It man. cracked top 10. I guess. I was top five. Come on. Sorry. That's rude. I know. That's be- that's now become my favorite Die Hard movie. Yeah. Okay, Three? Good. Yeah. That's acceptable? Absolutely. Okay. I'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is available on Amazon.com. Yeah. Like Ernie says, go to Amazon.com, go to our website first, click on the banner, it takes you to Amazon, spend as you normally would, it doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. 
Very good. That's 1995's Congo, directed by Frank Marshall. Check out the website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us out in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Adam, this was episode number 99. Yes, it was. Next week. Oh, my God. We're celebrating our big 100th episode. So excited. With a film so big, so wonderful, so over the top, that we've been waiting literally, not figuratively, literally <laughs> years yeah. to do this one. Because we've been doing this for over two years, That's two and true. a half years. The film in question oh boy. is none other than the action classic from 1997. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say it, Adam. Going to take his face off. Face off. Face off. Cage. No more drugs for that man. Yep. <laughs> we got Cage. Yes. We got Travolta. Yes. We got uh, fucking Bunny, Bunny Coleman from The Wire. <laughs> all... We got Gina Gershon. Yes, Gina Gershon. We got CCH Pounder. Uh, I, f- I fell in love with Gina Gershon <laughs> so hard during this movie. Uh, the we, weirdest her character was. We got Joan Allen. We got fucking faces coming off. We got technology that shouldn't exist, but it takes place in our world. We got the John Woo doves. We got the John Woo doves. <laughs> like, this is going to be action-packed. Yes, a lot of stunt doubles. This might be our longest episode ever. Oh, uh, yes. I originally wanted to do, like, a commentary track. I, I really did, too. But, I like, everything moves so fast, I'm scared we're just going to be like, well, hold on, wait, yeah. wait a minute. Because we have to keep pausing in. We have to tell you guys, all right, pause it here for a five-minute rant. Yeah, no. All right, now push play, ready, go. We're just going to talk like normal, <laughs> but I feel like this is going to be like the, the longest episode we've ever done. Like, uh, yes. I feel like there's too much yes. to, to talk about Absolutely. This, this movie. Absolutely. Uh, that prison scene alone is amazing. <laughs> With metal boots. Yeah. One of my favorite shootouts of all times in this movie. The opening one, or no. the one where they invade Nick Cage's place, uh, or his old place. Well, let's find out. Oh, you have to find week, out, guys. On episode one hundred. Yes, the big one oh oh. Face off. We've been talking about this for a yes. long time. We wanted to save for something special. I think this 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 fits. Mm-hmm. Cage, Travolta, Travolta, Cage. Man, the the the, the preview, the the commercial, the first commercial I ever saw for this. Where it was like it was Travolta. Where they in the look chair. in the mirror. Oh, no, oh yeah, yeah. It's rotating I will around be, him. I will become him. The only way to catch the world's smartest terrorist <laughs> is to become him. And is Nick Cage? Yeah, like, oh, but the same Travolta voice. Uh-huh. Like, oh! <laughs> the, see, that gave nothing of the movie away. Uh huh. And it was, and, but it was like, yes, I need to see it. That's how trailers should be. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. You watch a fucking trailer now, and half the story is given away. Yeah, but, the, yeah. Like the whole story in some cases. Like when you see the, like the the. Civil War trailer. The Captain America Civil War trailer. Yeah. They showed you at the end of that first trailer, oh, look, Spider-Man's in it. Oh, you just ruined that for me. And this trailer, oh, he's in it. Oh, that's great. Oh, great. We get, we get this scene. Yeah. They show you everything. We, we just finished reviewing uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the trailer, where we, we pretty much find out the bad guy is going to be Chris Hemsworth. Uh, so that's, that's or the main we're led to believe it's him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably. Uh, or he'll, it's not necessarily him. He's probably possessed by a ghost. Yeah, yeah. But he'd be, yeah. It's almost like they took his face off. <laughs> oh, man. Real quick preview for the next week's episode, Adam, yeah. about face off. Could that exist in our world? Yes, I think oh, it could. Oh, really? Because the, the way they explain it is, is like, is Jurassic Parky, okay. where it's, it's believable to a point. 
I mean, I'm not a surgeon, so I don't know all the details of all the surgery type of mm-hmm. things. But the way they explain it, I'm like, oh, f- absolutely. I'm totally on board with this. Oh, man. So tune in to next week's big episode 100 for Face Off. Yes. Face Off. Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Adam. Adam.